the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Ah, good morning and welcome to Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. I'm here, y'all. I'm on the outskirts of Chicago in Evanston, joined by my beautiful, beautiful producer, she is Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hello, Darian America. Ah, shucky ducky quack quack. I love it. I said I'm going to find me some new material, man. I totally stole my man's catchphrase, but he ain't used it since 1990, so why wouldn't I take it? <laughs> so let's get right to it. Man, we, we're doing stuff, y'all. We're doing stuff. You know I use notes, so if you see me refer to a piece of paper, don't worry. I got to make notes, man. Even though I try to do this off the top of my head, I'm not that dope. I'm not that cold. I do use notes. And I wanted to hit it right away talking about my cars. Man, I got multiple cars. And me being silly, I named them after people. I named my old car, my Ford Expedition. It is a Ford, and it's nice, man. I like my Expedition. But I took somebody's advice, and I did say this from last week. Jared Dillian, money guy. Now, you know a rich guy. <laughs> He's a great dude, man. He said that you should get a car when you want a car, not when you need it. So I took his advice, and I decided to upgrade a little bit. So I'm working on selling this Ford, and I can't move it. I can't move it. I can't move it because the company I bought it from, which was a dude who came into some money and bought a bunch of cars, he ain't in existence anymore. You know, I called his number to see if he could possibly, I could get his permission to fax over information that I needed. He's not there. So I don't have, right now, I don't have a title. And I thought I would have had a title by now, but of course we know the mail. We, they don't send stuff right away. I'm waiting on a title for my new car. But for the older car, I call it Ruth. Yeah, I went in the book and I found a name for it and I love it. And I want to get rid of it. So I'm trying to get rid of Ruth and I'm working on Sheba. That's my new baby, my black baby. She is beautiful, and I'm working on getting her road ready. She's road ready, but she needed a couple of things, and I set it in there, and I'm, you know, I don't buy new cars. You probably should buy a new car. You know, Jared Dillian says no. He says either buy a really good old car or buy a really cheap new car. Cars are cars. They are what they are, and I totally agree with him on that. But I got to do a little bit of work. I ain't got money like a rich guy, so I'm going to get this black truck up and running. And I'm learning, you know, I'm, learning is an important tool. I am learning. You don't have to show the world what you got. Because when you show the world what you got, the world tries to come and take what you have. And we're going to talk about that later on in the show also. And I'm working on my car that drove me beautifully. The car did a good job, man. She got me from my regular gigs because I was doing karaoke and I was going to school. And she got me to South Bend when I got into the second part of school. Got me everywhere. But I do think the car contributed to my knee pain. You know, I did find out that I have knee problems. I got arthritis in my knee, so I can't step like I used to. And I want to. Who says I can't? I lost a lot of weight, and I'm working on it. So you, you're interested <laughs> because I do have potential buyers, but they may not want to buy them. I say, hey, I'm going to buy a new car, and I can't be mad at them. But if you're interested, you can always call me at 877-711-5611 and find out what I'm doing with these cars. None be a favor to try, and you can always ask. 
So I am working on those cars, and that's been my big thing this week. Did you all know that sports was back? Ah, oh, oh, yeah, sports is back, man. Did I miss sports? The bit. A little bit, you know, and the reason why I don't miss sports like I used to is because I can't play them anymore. <laughs> I always say I got a thousand innings left in this right arm of mine, and I still feel like I can pitch. But I did jump in the batting cage a few years ago. Mm-mm. Nope, and I'm looking up at my camera. <laughs> now, man, I can't hit like I used to. They used to call me the Big Hurt back in high school and through college and throughout my semi-pro career. That's as far as I got. I never earned income. That's when you're a professional. And people don't think, what are professionals? You know, you're not a major league baseball player. That's not the only professional baseball. That's not the only thing you can count on. If you can play, you can play. And if you're getting paid to play, you're, you're doing really well. You know, something that I talk about a lot on this show is what's wrong with being second to Michael Jordan? We get upset talking about Patrick Ewing never won a title. Charles Barkley never won a title. Reggie Miller never won a title. Guess what, y'all? Their bills are paid. <laughs> Charles Barkley can, and he jags a lot. And I'm using jag because it's, you know, it'd be Jaguars. <laughs> he uses a lot of money gambling. But his bills are paid. He tries to gamble when it comes to him playing golf. Charles cannot play golf, man. But he's doing okay. He's doing okay, and I can't be mad. <laughs> and I'm going to pull the velvet rope back. Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys is sneaking around the studio. <laughs> but she's a producer, and she's supposed to. She's trying to get things done. I love it because I would be in her same position other than these 45 minutes that I do. So, But sports is back. Sports is back. They are inside a bubble for basketball. Baseball is not that way, and the Florida Marlins have like 12 players, and it could be more, that have tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Ugh. You know, I'm still, I'm kind of torn on the COVID-19. I don't believe COVID-19 is really what they're making it, but at the same token, if the president, yeah, President Donald Trump, number 45, if he says we need to scale back, we probably need to scale back. And I'm going to get to Donald Trump. I'm going to talk about him. But baseball is back. Let me let me hit these sports first. Basketball is back. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers were taking on Kawhi Leonard and the Los Angeles Clippers. I want to see what happened between them, man. Kawhi's so cold. He is so cold with it. And, I, you know, I tried to dislike Kawhi because he got these ugly French braids. I'm like, man, you should get somebody to do your braids. Let him do your braids like Allen Iverson. Kawhi chilling. Kawhi like, I'm going to wear my braids. I'm going to wear them to the back. And he's not an expressive person. He tries to express a little bit, but that's just not him. There are people in the world who are not like your typical athlete. You know, they don't make these catchphrases. They don't put on billions of dollars of gold. He is who he is, and I like him. I like LeBron, too. I mean, come on, man. LeBron is the closest thing we have to Kobe. Mm, what y'all think about that? You think LeBron is as good as Kobe? Is he better than your airness? 
Call me, 877-711-5611. And ladies, I know you got an opinion. I don't really do a lot of sports talk on this show because, you know, I have a big lady following. And when I start, start talking sports, they tune out. I don't want them to tune out. I want them to stay with me. But I do need to talk about sports because it's back open. And they're playing in a bubble. So they're saying that everybody who's playing right now in the basketball league, because everybody's not playing. The Bulls aren't in there. I'm a diehard Bulls fan, even though I haven't been supporting the Bulls for the last few years. But I love the Bulls, and they are not in the bubble. They're still trying to debate on what to do with my man, the coach, Jim Boylan. Jim's time is up, y'all. I mean, they've went to a whole new front office. I love Jerry Reinsdorf's. I love, I love how he's so passionate about the people he keep. He will not fire John Paxson. Man, George Steinbrenner would have fired Paxson with the quickness. Every other player, <laughs> every other coach would have fired John Paxson by now. Not Reinsdorf. I mean, Reinsdorf has kept my man Kenny around. Why I can't remember these people's last name? Because I don't care and I stopped watching. But they are back in the bubble the basketball teams are back in the bubble. The baseball team, man. And they're talking about playing without sound. Do you realize they've pumped in sound? <laughs> they pumped in sound and the players are playing. And when the players hit, somebody's sitting back at a control panel somewhere, hitting the buttons and making a loud noise. I don't care. I used to play baseball back in the day. And it does not bother me whether they have sound or not. You know, you learn to block people out anyway. You got to. I remember being threatened by the home team's fans. Get a hit, number 20. I dare you. You get a hit, we're going to be waiting on you after the game. You think that don't mess with a person's mind? <laughs> because, of course, I'm thinking, oh, they ain't going to do nothing to me. What if somebody tries it? They could. <laughs> so you get nervous, but you take it on. But I started kind of touching on, we're, we're coming on a break, and I'll, I'm going to talk more about this. But, Old people don't change their mind. And they are a part of this topic, the beginning topic. They are. Old people do not change their mind. And we lost some old people. Herman Cain passed away. Do you know who Herman Cain is? Call <laughs> He's Herman Cain is on his way. Well, I'll get back to Herman Cain when we talk about him. This is the Darien America Show, WCZO 1590 AM. What's Oh, we still got some time? We still got some time. And this is radio. It ain't got to be perfect. You know, my, my producer, she's doing stuff in my ear. And that's okay. She's working back there. She can come to work every day. I love that. Because some people are still sitting at home. But we did lose Herman Cain. Herman Cain was a presidential candidate. He was trying to get Donald Trump out of office. He lost. You know, he had some stuff going on. I, man, I'm one of those who do not mess with women. You leave them alone. Don't bother them. They good as we are. And I'm going to talk about them, too, as we move this party along. But Herman Cain passed away. They're saying from COVID-19 related causes, he was doing, he was out at Donald Trump's rally, was wearing a mask, and he lost his life right after that. What state are we covering? We're covering the Daring America show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. I want you to tune in. We got a lot to talk about. Let's go. And welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. If you would like to be a part of my show, you can always call me at 877-711-5611. Or you can chime in on my Facebook page. I don't care. I just, I'm very curious because 
the sound of one arm swinging in the wind. That was my pre-show fist fight. <laughs> it doesn't make much noise. So, But I did leave off talking briefly about Herman Cain losing his life. He lost his life to what we are saying is COVID-19 related causes. He was a presidential candidate. He was 74. 74 year olds don't change their mind. They're old and they're set in their ways. And they want it their way. The world had to fight with President Donald Trump to wear a mask. And they're saying that the mask will save your life. I really don't know. I never thought I would be in a world where people have to wear a mask in order to survive. But we got to figure this thing out, man. We can't see it. We can't touch it. But COVID-19 is real. So figure it out. You know, I did talk about the sports being back. Boxing is coming back. And Mike Tyson wants to fight Roy Jones Jr. I got one major quote. Well, two questions. The first question. <clears throat> why? <laughs> why is Mike Tyson fighting Roy Jones Jr.? But then my other question is, who do you want to win? Because you're going to watch it. You are going to tune in. I'm going to tune in. I want to know who Mike Tyson is fighting. Can Roy Jones Jr. beat Mike Tyson? I want to see it. But there's nothing wrong with that. Why do we think that because you're 54 that you're old and you can't do things? I think Mike Tyson, honestly, in the way he looks right now, even though he's grand in the face, his body is immaculate. And I think Mike can fight until he can't fight anymore. When the doctors tell him, you got one more blow to the brain and your brain's going to explode. Then I can see Mike Tyson stopping. Everybody's not going to deal with Cassius Clay's illness. Muhammad Ali, he fought a lot of people and he took a lot of blows to the dome and it gave him Parkinson's. I think Mike Tyson can still fight. I love the fact that Tom Brady says he wants to play until he's 45. and nothing wrong with that. Mike, Tom Brady ain't old. He can still play. People say, oh, he's 29 years old. They need to give him another chance. He need to get ready to start. Why does he need to start retiring? Why does that have to be the end? As Americans, as the world goes, we need to change things. That's one of the things I'm talking about. 74-year-olds don't change. Donald Trump is pissed off at the world, and he's mad. Herman Cain was being rebellious. He wasn't wearing a mask, and they're saying he passed from COVID-19. Are people still passing from COVID-19? Who's telling you that? The media. I am a part of the media. If somebody comes on my show and they report some things to me, if they say this is on the record, I have to be quiet and pay attention to it. And I'm okay with that. It's a part of being a part of the media. And I did touch on this real briefly, and I'm going to touch on it again real briefly last week, being a part of WBBM. They were actually watching the national news stories in our newsroom where the hosts were in one room. The sports and this is before COVID-19. They were paying attention, but they were letting the world dictate. So somebody is sitting back somewhere dictating what it is. George Floyd has been dead now for almost two months. Now people are starting to focus on Breonna Taylor. Oprah is focusing on Breonna Taylor. Is that a bad thing? Should Oprah have focused on her sooner? Why are we focusing at all? You know, I wanted to talk about something that came to my mind that's big in the nation today. It's black people being mad at Jews. They're mad at the Jewish people. Guess what? Unless they were dressed traditionally, I would not know a Jewish man unless he walked up and bit me and said, hey, I'm Jewish. 
I'm looking at my producer right now. Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. She is absolutely beautiful. She is taken. She's married. And I'm okay with all of that. But she looked good. Nancy, come on and get on this. Yeah, fix your hair, baby. Get on this microphone. Nancy is beautiful. But I'm going to ask you a question. Being a white woman. You ready? She's ready. She's white. Very white. Man, and I'm not mad at her for it. But if there were a man standing in front of you, he had a button down on some slacks, just a, a regular man. He was white. Could you tell if he was Jewish or not? Um, probably not. See, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. I can't tell a Jewish man either. I don't know. He's a man. He's a white man, but he doesn't have to be a white man. Sammy Davis is the most famous black Jewish man that I can think of. But when I looked at Sammy, I could see his skin color from a mile away. I didn't know he was Jewish, though, but it didn't bother me. Why are black people getting mad at Jewish people? I don't understand it. I'm not mad at a Jewish man. I look at the Jewish people like people. And their problem bothers me. I don't like the things that they went through. I'm not a fan of the Holocaust. Should I be? There is a man on trial right now. Nancy, I think your mic is open. I'm just giving you a heads up. I mean, this is how we do. I don't care. This is what we do. <laughs> Um, he's 94 years old and he is on trial for being a part of the security team who did the people wrong at the Holocaust. Do you believe the Holocaust was a tragedy? Do you believe the Holocaust even happened? Some people tried to go on record and say the Holocaust didn't happen. <laughs> what? I would love to know what you're thinking. Call me at 877-711-5611. Chime in or leave it on my Facebook page. I want to know what people think, especially black people. Why are you mad at the Jewish? I'm not. I'm mad at everybody rich that don't want to share their money with me. <laughs> so I hate all the five percenters. I don't hate them. They did what they needed to do to get to where they were. But we shouldn't be upset with them. And I don't want to start a fight with the Jewish people because if a Jewish man doesn't open his mouth, and I watched a man on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recently. He was from the Roaring Twenties. He limped around. He looked good, man. So what state are we covering? I'm going to cover that when we get back. This is the Daring America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Summercast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGO Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back to the Darian America Show. WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. What state are we covering? I've been jagging it and dragging it along, but we are covering the state of fear. 
And when I last left off, I was talking about why black people are upset with the Jewish people. And it, of course, the media is telling us that they're upset with the Jewish people. I'm not mad at Jewish people. I mean, I actually saw a man recently on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I got to learn his name because I kind of got a man crush on him. And I'm not gay by any means. No desire to be gay. I love women. But bro was sharp. He was wearing his button down perfectly. His slacks were perfect. He was perfectly tailored. And I really could care less about what he was acting about. My man looked good. He's a white guy. And he looked good. If I could look like him and my stuff, I plan on it. So... We're covering the state of fear. Why are black people mad or scared? Because when a person gets mad at you, it's because I believe they can't beat you and they're afraid of you. So black people have decided this week they're going to be afraid of the Jewish people. Look, they're rich, too. The Jewish people are rich. Black people are rich. I don't fear them. I'm disappointed by them. Because I can't be them. No matter how hard I try. And I've been trying. Trust and believe. I save my pennies. I put my money to the side. That's one of the, the problems that my mother and I have been having. She's been fighting me over my money. Ain't got nothing to do with her. She don't come here every day to Evanston, Illinois, and earn this money. But I have fears. One of my people today said he was afraid of not realizing his true potential. That's a big fear. And it's a legitimate fear. But there's only one way you can realize your potential. You have to fight. And you got to put yourself in a position to make your, your fear be good. I put myself in this position every day. And I go on the air and I talk 45 minutes. It's supposed to be an hour, but, you know, I got to pay the bills. And I may say things that you don't agree with. But I can't be afraid of your comeback. You could very well tell me, Darian, you're stupid. You're afraid of these Jewish people. You're not afraid of them. You're not getting mad enough at them. You're not getting mad enough at the white man. You're not getting mad enough at the man. You could say that. And you could be right. But my version of the man is the man who's in charge. Why would I be mad at people who are just like me? Unless they open their mouth. And what I've seen recently, and this is like, ridiculous crazy and maybe I'm not looking it's it is white people that have their issues when they go loud and live and they say stuff but it's white women <laughs> should I be afraid of the white woman yes <laughs> I love it Nancy Drew and the Hardy boys what do you think call us 877-711-5611 should we fear the white woman if she got money, I'm not afraid of white women. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not afraid of women. I'm an average guy. I'm an average 45-year-old male. If you take an average 45-year-old female, now Nancy Drew is only a couple of days younger than me. Just one. See, look at that. <laughs> a day. A day. I bet you she probably can't plow a field as good as me. I bet there's a lot of things I can't do as good as you. I agree. And she jumped up and fixed. She was on top of the counter. Y'all haven't seen Nancy Drew <laughs> running around. She was on top of this counter trying to fix a camera to make sure I look good. And she did so good. But she can only do so much. She made sure I looked good for this broadcast. But I'm physically stronger than Nancy Drew. I'm physically stronger than the average woman. 
But yet we watch these white women really giving us a hard time. And the thing is, everybody has a camera now so they can show her giving us a hard time. They can show her saying, George Floyd, I don't want to celebrate it. That's N word ish. <laughs> Remember when the N word wasn't such a word that we did not say? We stopped. Were we afraid of the N word? I'm not sure. It was now I will say this. The N-word can be scary coming from a white man. I'm not scared of no white woman that says the N-word unless she has a gun. Then I get a little nervous because if she can pull that trigger, she can end me. <laughs> she can end me if I don't have a gun to shoot her back. Okay, you can call me the N-word right now. Let me get on out the way. And when you stand it right now with this gun in your hand, I'm going to be quiet. But when you walk away with that gun in your hand and you get out of my space, I'm going to be talking again. I don't want to lose my life. I'm afraid to lose my life. But you do need to address her. And right now with the cameras, everybody is addressing her. Let's talk about the Klan for a minute. I'm scared of the Klan. I'm scared that if I pop up into town, they're going to see me a mile away. They're going to be like, oh, look at that black guy over there. Let's end him. Let's get rid of him. I don't know if they talk with a country accent. That's just me being facetious. And I don't know why I'm afraid of the country accent. Black people talk with the country accent. I only want to be with you, Darius Rucker. <laughs> I'm afraid of that country accent. When I see a bunch of white dudes and it's just me, it's like, whoa. What if it's a bunch of white women with the country accent? Should I still be scared? Well, I probably could take out the first one. Yeah, I can take out two. I don't think I could take out ten. But white women are the main ones making ruckus. When I'm in the clubs at night, you know who starts the fights? It's women. She looking at me the wrong way. Is that a part of our fear? Should we fix that? What are you afraid of? Call me 877-711-5611. I'm afraid of certain things. I'm afraid of snakes. Well, no, I like snakes. I mean, hey, it depends on how big the snake is. I like a snake. I'll put a snake around me because it's cool to have a snake. Am I scared of a lion? Yeah. <laughs> If a lion is looking at me and he's 40 yards away, he's too close. And if I don't have a way to get away from him, I'm lunch. <laughs> I cannot run. I can't outrun a lion. I'm lunch. Am I afraid of a wolf 40 yards away? Yeah. I'm lunch. I don't have a way to get away from him. But I'm not afraid to be great. And something that I've talked about on this show a lot is who is the next great African-American? Does money have something to do with it? Am I afraid of money? Am I afraid of being rich? You can't be afraid of having money. If you can pay your bills and your bills are paid, pay them. I walk down my street and I'm on, I think my street is the one street in America in the world that time forgot. I think I'm on the most dangerous street on the south side of Chicago. People have died on my street. I watched them put up a new gate trying to pe keep people from hanging out in this spot. And I'm like, man, you used a true link fence versus a rod iron fence. And I have a rod iron fence around my place, but I'm afraid of the people that are there. I don't want them to be there, but I'm not afraid to go to my car and they'll see me. I'm probably the best dressed in the street that time forgot. I dress really nicely and it's a purpose to that. That's to help with my fear. But Am I afraid to approach a person who is inappropriately in between my car having sex, urinating? It's happened. 
And I went out there and I confronted that woman. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it was a woman. I was trying to hide the sex of the person, but it was a woman. But she's using a walker and she can't beat me. So why would I not say anything to her? And she apologized. But at this point, you already did it. You got inappropriate and you're still doing your thing. And I hope that this new gate that they put up, that some white men and some Latino men put up. I hope it stops the problem that's by my building. But that doesn't mean I'm afraid of those white men that put it up. You have to deal with your fear. Fear is important to get a hold of. And if you walk in this world every day are afraid of the white man, all you can say is the white man is the enemy. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know a white German from a white British man, from a white Jewish man, from a white man from South Africa, from a white American. Only thing I know is their skin. And I will not be afraid of them. I'm not. I mean, I got some good white homies. Am I afraid of the police? Sometimes. When I see the blue lights in my mirror and I know I've done something wrong, oh, damn it, what are they bothering me for? The next question is, I pray to God they're not white. <laughs> and that's me. Should be afraid of all white police officers. All white police officers aren't bad. But there are some. Like Derek Chauvin. He was a bad cop, y'all. He was a bad cop. And it needs to be brought out how bad of a cop he was. And he was training other cops. Teaching them how to be bad cops. Derek Chauvin was a bad cop. Every cop ain't Derek Chauvin. I had to deal with the police this weekend and I talked to them and it was a white cop with a black woman cop and they did their jobs. They didn't do the jobs great. Well, I mean, why did they have to be great? I needed them though, but they didn't put their knee on my neck and they had no intention on hurting me and they just wanted to come and keep the peace. And they did I'm not mad at the police. I'm not afraid of the police, the good police but I'm afraid of the bad cops and we have to fix that because they got their gun. They got their uniforms. They can deal with us. I'm six, two. I'm a big guy. I got to be unafraid, but I have to be aware and you need to be aware too. There still are bad cops, but that doesn't mean that all white cops are bad cops. All black cops aren't bad cops. Nobody calls them for good times. We need to see them. And we need to be aware. So we're going into what state are we covering? Well, no, the state was fear. That was my state. And we are doing the Daring America Chronicles. But I'm going to say this before I go to commercial and Wyatt is playing in my ear. Marcellus Wyatt, I love him. No, that's that's Micah D. Micah D. Nelson is playing in my ear. I'm running for president, y'all. I ain't scared. This is the Daring America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. I was just up here juking a minute ago. Man, they had my Sarah song on. Good Teresa Griffin. That's right. She's one of my Sarahs. <laughs> That's the country accent. She's my sorority sister. My Sarah. Yep. John Lewis, man, rest his soul. One of the greatest men of Phi Beta Sigma to ever walk the earth. He lost his life recently. Old man. But he is in the ground. And... Some people didn't know who he was. Hmm. 
Ted Cruz didn't know who he was, but you'll figure it out. No excuse for that. I don't have enough time to address that. I'll just leave it there. But rest in man, rest in paradise. He's in the Omega chapter. Go mob. All right. So let's get to these chronicles of the American night, man. Y'all have not let me down. Y'all been on it. And I want to say this before I start. I'm only a few credits short of my psychology degree. <laughs> I don't have a psychology degree, but I do have an opinion. Just like a backside. I got one. My backside is nice, too. That's what I say. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Dear Darian, my husband always puts his mother first. We argue about everything. She comes to my house and tries to change everything around. It affects our marriage, even when she's not around. I can't make him understand how I feel. Am I wrong for wanting to be the number one woman in his life? Well, I'm not married, but I do have an opinion. But I'm going to turn this over to the married person on the staff. Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What do you think about this? Well, Darian, let me tell you. Um, it is biblical to say, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go to the Bible, right? <laughs> it is biblical to say that when a man marries, he leaves his mother and father and he is joined with his wife mm. and vice versa for the woman. Um so, yes, you should be the number one woman in his life. Mm. However, that doesn't mean that we just forget about mom because mom is very important. Hmm. So there needs to be a good conversation with the husband saying, hey, we need to find some kind of boundary, some kind of balance here. But, yes, you are the number one woman in his life and should be. Mm. And that's coming from a married woman. That's Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. She is the number one woman in her husband's life. Yes, I am. <laughs> I better be. You better be. I ain't mad at you, man. I think you should call in and talk about it. He <laughs> should. I ain't mad at him because I'm a rum. <laughs> now, here goes my opinion. <laughs> I totally understand this. I get it. I totally get it. The wife should be the number one woman. She should be. That's why we take so long. I mean, I'm 45 and I'm not old, but I have not been married yet. And I've been waiting for a woman to take on the moniker of Mrs. Sims. I'm working on it. Everybody can't be Mrs. Sims, but Mrs. Sims needs to learn how to sit her tail down somewhere. <laughs> I do believe that the woman, the woman that you marry should be the one. You should be leaving the house. And that's the traditional way of things. But we are people and people do things differently. People don't do it the right way. People take the Bible and they make it go to their specifics. The Bible said, look, you know how I feel about the Bible. Women get a raw deal in it. I think they do. How can men have all these wives and women can have one husband? I'm not the biggest fan of the Bible. I think they have the greatest stories. I will listen to those stories. I mean, I love the story of Job. That's my favorite one. But I don't believe that women have the best representation. But if you have chosen to marry a woman, man, you got to give her her props. Got to. And if you don't like it, if she don't like it, you chose the wrong one. And mom got to like it, too. Mom cannot come into your home and dictate anything. You got out of her home for that. So I'm going to agree with Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. Mom, stand down. The new woman of the life, stand up. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go to the second question. Dear Darian, I love this, man. I am so, like, not a, a well, I am a politician. I'm not the P word. I forget. I'm getting old, and I got to produce a show after this. <laughs> I have five siblings. My 81-year-old mother lives with me. I give her 95% of the care. My sister, who lives an hour away, takes her for approximately four days out of the month. 
I am single with no children. Mm. You're a unicorn. <laughs> All of my siblings have children and most are married. I want them to take time with my mother. I have helped them with their spouses and their children. See, you're doing too much. I am completely drained. I need some serious time away from my mother, especially knowing now when in this pandemic. Oh, Lord, this pandemic. <laughs> I am ready to move away from the state just to get away. I know that is not right. I'm open to suggestions. Great, great question. Nancy Drew, I'm going to let you have first crack at it. All right. Well, as somebody who took care of her mother mm-hmm. when she was sick, uh, she's passed now. And I actually had the grandchildren. And oh, wow. my, yeah, my um, sister and brother did not have children at the time. Okay. And I was the major uh, the caregiver. Um, and it is draining. And I applaud you, first of all, for taking care of your mother. God bless you. I think that's that's awesome. However, you do need some time away. And I have to say, it is your sibling's responsibility, too, to help. And if Mm. there's no help there, maybe they can give you, maybe if they don't have time, maybe they can give you some funds to get help, Mm. to give you some relief. But you need some time away. Mm. You need a break. You are not a 24-hour caregiver. You need sleep. You need rest. Do not feel guilty about that. Girl. Yes. But if they can't give you time, maybe they can give you money to have to hire somebody to help you. Would you look at that? And that's from a married woman. Nancy Drew and a hearty boy. She got her husband and she took care of mom. I totally get it. I get it. And my mother is up, up there in age and she has been giving me the flux. Ooh, Mrs. Sims. I have argued with Mr. Sims and Mr. Sims has been gone since 1981. I had an argument with my dad in my head over my mother. I get it. We have gotten to this point of complacency where we think we can have both the women in our life and we should be able to, but mothers need to be able to step back. They can't come into your home. And I realized that my, I got twins. I got a boy and a girl and I want my son to go off to school and be what he needs to be. And if he comes home after school, school's not going to work out right away. If he gets the job, as soon as he puts an application, great. If he doesn't, okay. And my daughter the same way. But once they've left my nest, I can't run their house. You know, and their mother can't run their house. You have to know what it is. And you, that's one of the fears. Because becoming 78 years old, I don't want to do that. These 78-year-olds today, they scare the hell out of me. I'm scared of Donald Trump. I mean, Herman Cain, he was like, I ain't wearing no mask. Point being, do better. If your children have tried to leave the home or they have left the home, you have to stand down and let them go. And I know being 74 or 78, it's hard. You can't move like you used to when you was 15, when you were 20. You can't think like you used to when you were 15, when you were 20. But if that person has tried to move on and up, let them go. I totally agree with that. I'm not upset with it. So... You have been listening to the Daring America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Summercast 95.9 next, next, ah, FM. I will see you next week. This is my mini-me song going out, y'all. Darian Mew Mew. Let's get it. Let's go. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.